just some results. There's an FA Cup match on this morning, fourth round match, and it is, well, the Cinderella story in recent times in football over there. In fact, they've had a Netflix doc- documentary made about them, I'm sure. Wrexham, uh, co-owned by Ryan Reynolds, the Hollywood actor. Well, they're 4-1 down against Blackburn this morning in the FA Cup. They scored the first goal, though, Wrexham. But Blackburn, 4-1 up. That's in the 78th minute. Uh, Asian Cup overnight and this morning. Of course, these are round of 16 matches. The host nation, Qatar, uh, 2-1 over Palestine. And the other match overnight was an absolute thriller. Jordan uh, scored twice in stoppage time to come from behind and beat Iraq. 3-2. 3-2. And uh, the match to watch tonight or in the early hours of tomorrow morning, 3 a.m. Eastern Daylight Time, is Saudi Arabia and South Korea. Uh, so the winner of that match plays the Socceroos yeah, in the quarterfinal. Oh, Saudi Arabia. Saudi Arabia. Yeah, yeah right. good sign. Doesn't <laughs> mm. <laughs> yeah. a bloke from Tottenham play for South Korea? Son Heung-min. Son, yeah. yeah. Get on him, Loz. Why don't you back him to be a goal scorer? Oh, I just look, my contacts in Saudi Arabia said they're they're up for they're, this. They're up for this. Yeah. They're ready to go. Yeah, done a bit of research. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm, I'm keen. Eh? In fact, you know what? I'll have. You're I'm going to have a bet on them now. Right, eh? Now that you've said that, I'll go Saudi to win into it. Into oh, min to score. That's not a bad one. Then you know, same game multi. Maybe the over two and a half goals. I see yeah. goals in this. Uh, <laughs> well, Andrew will be going for Saudi because he'll want his player He back. wants his player back in the Premier League, yep. Now, <laughs> yesterday oh, in the uh, the NFL, the championship game, so Kansas City beat Baltimore. Uh, the Taylor Swift show moves to Vegas for the Super Bowl. 17-10 to 10 it was. The Chiefs, that was an upset. They were four-and-a-half-point underdogs. And they'll play the San Francisco 49ers as they did in the Super Bowl of four years ago in 2020. The 49ers beat the Detroit Lions 34-31. And uh, it's actually been a small shift in the market this morning. Not the way we were expecting, Loz. With Tab, the Niners are $1.85 into $1.80. And the Chiefs have been $1.95 just back to to $2 with Tab. Uh, the line is one and a half. Kansas City, the plus. Wow. What? Their fourth Super Bowl in five seasons, Kansas City. Yeah. I, I want the 49ers to win. But I think... Why is that? Well, I, you, well, you know why. I've always been a 49er. <laughs> since the oh, James oh, Tenner and oh, Steve Young oh, days. Oh. Where are the Raiders? Where are the Raiders gone, Loz? The Raiders? Where are You're your a Raiders? Chargers fan at the start of the season. Oh, then he was yeah, a charger. Yeah, but uh, Herbert got injured. So I, I've always said I, I support So now you're off Tay-Tay. I thought you j- this morning you've said yeah. you're back on Tay-Tay. Yeah, no, I, I like I like Tay-Tay now because she had a so, crack at the you coverage telling them to get off her. I'm wearing she a Tay-Tay, Tay-Tay like, jersey. Tay-Tay I know jersey. you're coming to where I am in the box. I, I don't want to be seen here. I don't want to spoil the moment for Travis, and I felt that was nice. <laughs> Mate, Tay-Tay, if you don't want to be seen, stop standing at the front of the box, waving your hands, kissing his family. I'll tell you what, she was down the, 
on the ground pretty quickly. Yeah, oh, if you don't want to be yeah. photographed, oh, don't go on the ground. Yeah, she was first to get down there. Good on her, though. Gave you a big kiss. <laughs> Somehow, <laughs> I don't what about think... like that? You hate yeah. it, but you're first to get down there and be a part of it. <laughs> go away, go away. The please. only thing is, the only thing is, I don't think Tay Tay needs the publicity. I think she's got her own publicity. You I don't think she enough. needs to be chasing an NFL player if it's about creating a bit more fame for herself. No. I think she's pretty famous. I think she's pretty famous as well, but. <laughs> How much is enough money, pup? We've always had that argument. Well, what's the difference? As I was taught a long time ago, what's the difference between seven billion and eight billion? Yep. A billion a dollars. Billion dollars. Good exactly answer. Exactly right. <laughs> I can't wait till I win this. What is it? Two hundred million. Two hundred million, Mido. Oh, Will well, you share it with us? Oh, please. No. Little fiver. Well, we'll have boot- a lunch. Listen, it'd be about time you just bought us a drink. Surely you buy us one drink. Yeah, no, no, we'll go for a long lunch. Don't worry about that. Oh, thanks. $200 million, you'll take us for a long lunch. That's very kind of you. Well, what else do you want? I'll, I'd buy you a house. If I win $200 million, okay. I'll buy you Thank a house. You. Well, oh, In any right. part of Sydney. Oh, that's on air too, yeah. <laughs> if I win $200 million, you pick your spot in Sydney, oh, and I'll okay. buy you a house. Okay, there are the conditions. Done. Thank you, mate. You're welcome. Awesome. Love to. All right. On that note, we're going to talk some footy. And uh, the Raiders coming off another season where they reached the top eight. And, of course, they played in that epic semi-final, beaten by the Knights. And joining us now is their assistant coach, Mick Crawley. Mick, a very good morning to you. How are you? Good morning, mate. How are you? Yeah, really well, thanks. Appreciate your time. And, of course, it's January. Everyone has hope. Everyone's, <laughs> dare I say it, training the house down. What tangibles are you seeing that can give Raiders fans confidence that this year will be better than last? And, of course, last... Last year ended up pretty good for you. Yeah, last year, sort of statistically, we, we shouldn't have made the eight, but, you know, on the back of a lot of grit, and that's what the boys are sort of known for, the resilience. We, uh, you know, we snuck in there, and I thought we gave a pretty good show of ourselves up in Newcastle, but we want to be a lot better this year, and, you know, as you know, the confidence comes from working hard at this time of year and then starting well. Yeah, Mick, losing Jack was obviously a, a bit of a setback, but that provides an opportunity for someone else to play in that 5'8 position, who are some of the leading contenders after pre-season that you think may fit into that role? Well, probably losing Jack, yeah, obviously a big loss for us as a club, but the beauty was that we knew about it at you know, the back end of last year, so it wasn't something that was forced on us with an injury halfway through pre-season or at the start of the year, so we've had a lot of time to prepare. Uh, we've got KO Weeks and Ethan Strange, fighting out for that position. They're both training really, really well. And I think the beauty for those guys is they're going to be young and there's a little bit of inexperience there, but we've got a really experienced pack and the rest of our team stays pretty much the same. So, you know, there's a lot of seasoned guys around them which make their transition easier. Mick, what does change this season for the Raiders? Again, I feel like... um, And we wind Loz up all the time in here and want to find a way to... I guess like the boys do with me with the Tigers, find a way to talk wooden spoon for the Raiders. But I, I think there's no chance, in my opinion, the Raiders will be anywhere near that. But what changes from this year to last? Again, some players come in, some players come out, uh, go out. But around a preseason, how do you build that confidence that, you know, like, like you say, you walk out onto the field in the first game and, and know you are a top eight contender? I think, you know, it starts from the review from last year. You know, we worked out what we did well and obviously what we need to improve. And we set a real goal around our attention to detail, around the little things in the game. We thought that's an area we could really improve. 
we put a lot of focus into it into the pre-season. You also get a lot of confidence of how your experienced guys train. And, you know, I've sort of been around footy a long time and mm. guys like Joe Tarpany and Jordan Rapana, it's the best I've ever seen them training. You know, they're really bought in. They're setting a real standard for the young guys to live up to. And as I say, that sort of stuff from a coaching point of view gives up a lot of confidence. The boys are ready to go because those guys want to be at their very best this year. And, you know, guys like Rapper, who's been around a long time, to see him train in the way he is and in the condition he's in at the moment, it's, as I said, it's the best I've ever seen him. So mm. for me, that says the boys are switched on and ready to go. And what sort of impact does Ricky have around pre-season? Or does his role start uh, halfway into pre-season, the end of pre-season? How does it work with Sticky? Uh, well, Stick, I think, you know, I've been with him quite a while now and it's definitely the best he's ever coached. Uh, a little bit of the feedback was around the playing group was they want Rick to be more hands-on uh, on the field, and he has been this year. Okay. It's what he loves. Uh, and the passion, like it is, is out of Rick, and the boys have bought into that. And we've also got Alan Tung on board this year in a mentoring role. And, and between those two guys, uh, Loz would be able to say, you know, how much they believe green, and it's contagious around the group. And there's, you know, there's a passion and a love at the club at the moment that, you know, as I said, I haven't seen for a long time. Mm. Mick, last year I think most people agreed that the Penrith and the Broncos were just a standout team. So what is it that everyone else has to do to get to their standard? Well, as I think when you watch their games, you know, they're not perfect by any means, but they do the little things well and they do it for longer periods of time. Yep. And, you know, the teams that are fighting at the bottom half of the ladder, they give you more opportunities. You know, the good teams don't necessarily defend fast play the balls and errors better than the lower teams, but they just give you less opportunities. They don't do it that often. So, you know, that's about being consistent in all the little areas for longer periods of time. Mm. And I've got no doubt that's what all the teams are working on at the moment because it's hard to grab back that momentum. But if you're doing little things right all the time, you can put yourself mm. in the fight for it. So... You know, no doubt everyone's going to be like us and working really, really hard on the little things at this time of year, as long as the hard slog of, you know, pre-seasons. But, you know, that's that's where, what we've focused on. Uh, and I, I guess that would be the same across the NRL. Yeah, I, I think a lot of Raiders supporters in 2022 were very excited about Saviour Savage, uh, the yep. impact that he was going to have going forward. We didn't quite see the best of him last year. What can we expect from him this season? Well, again, Zave's he's one of those guys with a lot of young guys. Um, it takes him a little while to learn how to train at this level and all that stuff. Xavier's always been a wonderful athlete, but he's back this year. He's very big, he's strong. He's got some good combinations of training. And, you know, again, pre-seasons, everyone's saying the same thing, that everyone's training the house down. But Xavier looks like a first grader now. He looks like he belongs there. So in the past, you know, he's been a little bit up and down. He dropped in and out of games and concentration levels were hard for him. But at the moment, he's doing a really, really good job and giving himself every chance to be part of the team in the early part of the year. We're speaking with Raiders assistant coach Mick Crawley. And Mick, why do you think after working with him last year, will Michael Maguire be a success for New South Wales? Uh, Madge is really big on the detail. He, he works hard, you know, he's... I used to room with him last year and, you know, it was like rooming with the living dead. You know, I'd wake up at 2.30 in the morning, Madge would be on his laptop, you know, and then I'd fall back asleep and wake up at 4 and he's on his laptop again. Um, 
it's unbelievable. I don't know how he takes on that much information, but his detail will be really good. Uh, he has a passion. Uh, you can see that with Madge and everything he does. So, you know, I know they'll be prepared um, and he's got, you know, the time to get it right. So, you know, I think he was very good for the Kiwis. So I, I think that would extend into being the same for New South Wales. You mentioned earlier, Mick, that, and, and I think one of the strengths of the Raiders is their, their forward pack. And you look, well, you've picked up a couple of handy guys. I don't know much about Morgan Smithies, but if you could fill me in on him. But I like to look at young Zach Hoskins that you've picked up from Penrith. Yeah, Zach's been great at training, brings a lot of knowledge. He played a lot of games there for Penrith this year, you know, 20-odd games in the first-grade side. So, you know, we've been picking his brain a little bit about things there, and he's been really good. Um, Morgan's, he's something out of the box, mate. He, uh, We've had a lot of luck with Englishmen over the years, and he's as good as any we've had here. He's, I watched him a lot of his stuff in England, but he's an even better player than uh, what I thought. And I think he's going to be a bit of a surprise packet in the NRL. He's a um, tough young kid, good ball skills, real work ethic sort of player. And uh, he's fitted in really well around the group. And um, I'm hoping for really big things from Morgan this year. And we did a couple of weeks ago see the NRL make a rule change or at least encourage basically contested restarts. Is that something that you, you know, you're putting a bit more work into since that announcement was made do you have an opinion on it uh yeah we are working on it a bit of training but i think it's like everything else mate the work the short restarts were very common last year um and obviously you've got to get it right there's some positives and minuses around it but there's still a lot of you know joy in kicking long and uh, getting results out of that too so obviously it's going to be part of the tactics this year and we'll see how it unfolds but you know, it's, it was a bit hit and miss for us last year, so we're going to have to be a lot better in that area this year. Got a lot of text on the text line here, Mick. Uh, I'll just pick this one out. This is from Rick. Uh, <laughs> can you ask Mick why they call him Doug Bollinger? <laughs> <laughs> well, apparently I had a pair of shoes on the other day that were white and a little bit um, loud. Yeah. And the boys started calling me Doug Bollinger because they thought they looked like cricket shoes. But the one lead in the charge was... Young uh, Justin Giddo, and I call him Clarky. Right, uh, your mate there, mate, because he's he's big on the flash shoes. He wears the flash shoes and gets around. He's got a bit of strut about him. Uh, Rick, that same bloke that sent you that text, yeah. Rick, he did ask me to ask you about a vest without a shirt. <laughs> Quite a bit. Uh, Around Canberra in your younger days, mate. Now I didn't see it, but they reckon it was pretty special. <laughs> I only wore it to special on on special occasions, and that was yeah, every, was every, every, every Saturday, Saturday night Saturday at the night. private bin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's sort of what I heard. Well, I'm glad we cleared all this up. <laughs> Mick, really appreciate your time, mate, and uh, go well this season. Enjoy. Uh, good luck, Thanks, Dougie. Mate. Good on you, Mick. <laughs> Thanks, boys. <laughs> Mick Crawley there, Raiders assistant coach. Oh, brilliant. Oh, I love it, you up. It's very it's good. Best. What about you? Even calling... Yeah, yeah stop sledging my shoes, mate, and my strut. Well, you Let do have go. good shoes. <laughs> I got I've never seen shoes. a man with cleaner shoes than you. Yeah, my shoes are never dirty. It's no. incredible, isn't it? Oh, no. mate. I do like, I do like do clean you, shoes. How do you keep shoes. them clean? You, I've got this magic spray. You put them in the washing machine. I'd say you just wash your, wash your shoes. Clean them, yeah. But I don't, because I wear my shoes so tight, like you'll see, I never do my laces up. Right. So once they stretch, yeah. 
Like if I if they, the laces, I've got to do laces up. It's time to throw them out and get a new pair. Right. Yeah, well, I, mate, like, I like. I wear my shoes half the size. They are sparkling really shoes. Always. I used to play with shoes un- with my laces undone. If I was fielding in slip, I wouldn't do. I would, what about when you were batting? Batting, I'd do them up. But fielding, I could. Sp- I can sprint in my shoes, like run, chase a ball, and they don't come off because they're tight. But you got I that, wear my shoes tight. You got that technique the cool kids have, where they can, you know, they sort of tie up their laces without tying them up. If you know what I mean, you like put them in knots. Without no. tying them up. Yeah, I've no. seen you do it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, but look, but look, 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 look. You can see on the screen. You, can you see my lace? Yeah. yeah. They're just hanging out like that. That's they don't, what I mean. That's because well, they're so tight, they don't move. Yeah. They're a new pair of shoes, well, too. I never do that. I've got huge laces. I can't do <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, but I don't know why. I just want, I think I wear my shoes half a size smaller than what I probably should. But I like that, I like that feel, like they're snug. I like the snug feel. Anyway, enough about my shoes, and <laughs> thanks for telling me my boots are clean. Some players who were suspended at the end of last season have applied to and been successful in having rep games counted. Uh, so players affected include, or well, Jack Whiten, who we saw get suspended out of that final for the Raiders against the Knights. And, of course, he's off to, well, he's at South now, but... He'll be allowed to come back in round three, Jack Whiten, and that's when South play the Roosters. Oh, His geez. first game for South will be against the Roosters. <laughs> Good time. Perfect. Do we know where that game's at? I wonder uh, if it's at Allianz Stadium, because if it's at Allianz, they'll get close to 40,000 people. Think so. they'll, they'll pack that. And Jack coming mm. back um, will just add more interest. But I think that's the right decision for those players, because they would have been a part of the All-Stars, um, All also the Pacific. championship. Championships, championships yep. last last year. Mm. Um, so Seb Chris is another from the Raiders, and Jarrari Hargreaves. Both those two players can come back in round two. Two, yeah. So they just miss round one. Yeah, and we've seen precedents in the past where mm. players have been allowed to miss games that they were going to play in, like representative football wise. So I, I I think that's a correct decision. Uh, by the way, I mentioned, well, I asked Mick Crawley about that rule change, and this was announced what a couple of weeks ago, I think it was, by the NRL. So. In regards to you know, sort of encouraging contested restarts, bit, bit, dare I say it, a bit like rugby mm. uh, off kickoff. So if a team kicks the ball out on the full over the touchline, or the ball fails to travel at least the ten meters, uh, so it'll be a play the ball restart now, not a penalty. So well, it's a free hit, isn't it? Yeah, really? so, so yeah, if you, if you don't, if you don't make the 10 or you kick it out on the full, then it's, yeah, it's basically just to play the ball if you, if it is an infringement by the kicking team. Yeah, the only thing I would have said about it was, I think it's easier to defend if they start 10 metres in. Mm. I I think they would have been better off probably going to to the halfway because it opens up both sides of the field. Yeah, okay. Yeah. But, you know, from the, only 10 metres in from the sideline, mm. I think you've basically only got one way to go. Whereas if you go into the middle of the field, you can do whatever. Um, but it's a, it's, it's a free hit, a t- team to contest the ball, which I, which I like, because we have been complaining about when teams just get on a roll, it's hard to get the ball back. Mm. Um, and if you've got a good kicker, they just roll the ball in the end goal and all that type of stuff. So I, I, I think it's not a bad rule change. I want to see what comes of it and... Coaches are smart. What tactics they have? Do they go low and hard um, with with the dropout now? Um, but 
I think overall, as we've seen, we've just got to reserve our judgment until we see what flow-on effects are and what teams actually do. But everyone will tell you, a lot of the players, they'd prefer defending their try line than defending someone that's 30 metres out. Um, and if you get a free hit, you're a chance of winning the ball back. Um, I think if you're the defending team, you'd be happy about that. How about this text from Josh the Bricky in regards to shoes? Morning, boys. Clarky. I built a house for a beautiful young family late last year. Uh, the girl wanted her dream wardrobe slash makeup room, and the guy wanted a second walk-in robe for his shoe collection. 500 pairs from all mm. over the world. Most unworn, there but the go. worn ones as new. Incredible. 500 pairs. Wow. Their own walk-in robe. Yeah, I don't think do I your need shoes that. have their own walk-in robe? No, no. But I do have a lot of shoes. Mm. I was sponsored by ASICS for a long time when I was playing. And I do like shoes, as you boys know. So, yeah, I do have a lot of pairs of shoes. And I don't throw them out. I normally give them away. Like, because, like, when I say they've stretched, they're still not old. So my dad, for example, is the same size foot as me. So I give him a heap of trainers. Um, but, no, I can, yeah. I like, I like clean new shoes. And I like shoes, but no, there's no second wardrobe for them. A bit worried about my uh, confidence in Saudi Arabia really was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're very up and about. Now, what, what, what <laughs> was the... Well, they're $4.50 outsiders. Look, my contacts in Jeddah yeah. yeah. um, well, were, were pretty keen, but well, South Korea are $1.75. Well, someone, someone must have dropped out from the Saudi <laughs> team. Yeah. It must have been a couple yeah. of drawers or something. Yeah. Your information from... <laughs> Over there is usually spot. Yeah, it is. Can it you is. just yeah. find out if your yeah. contact's still on mobile? Yeah. <laughs> if it's still online, Mido? Make some calls. <laughs> 360 for the draw, by the way. Give us a call. 1353-53 on the text line 0419-767-272. Uh, that FA Cup match this morning, Blackburn have won that against Wrexham 4-1. Uh, one text here. Can you please tell us who the special guests at the luncheon are? They're just being locked in. Loz has got high-powered meetings, in fact, to lock these in coming up. Meeting this afternoon. And we will have, we will have some announcements soon oh. on that, but coming up March 15th. I'll tell you what I do want to talk about, Mido, and I discovered this while I was away on holidays. Mm. All right? So, you know how I love having a beer while I'm on holidays? <laughs> well, yes. All right? Mm. And my... Beer of choice if I'm out at a restaurant or I go to a barbecue mm. is a Corona. Is that all year or just sort of summer? Oh, summer. Yeah. So, so if you, when, you, I, when yeah. I was in New Zealand, mm. I, I, you know, staying at um, staying at my brother-in-law's and, and sister-in-law's house. So, and they've got a lovely place and lovely barbie area. So you buy some beers. I bought a Corona and sit out the deck and have a few drinks. Now, one night I was there and I must be a, I must be affected by the placebo effect because what I discovered was Corona on the bottle. Have a guess where it's brewed. Well, you think Mexico. Well, yeah, but it's not. They've got their own distributors. It's now place. brewed in China. Oh, okay, right. Well, there you go. So Corona is brewed in China. Okay. And straight away, when I drank it, after reading the bottle, 
It didn't taste as good. It didn't taste as good. <laughs> it did not taste as good. What have you got against? Yeah, China? why didn't it taste I'm, better? I'm not saying anything. Why what I'm saying is it should be brewed in Mexico. Right, okay. It should be brewed in Mexico. Well, if I buy a Mexican beer, I want it brewed in that country. <laughs> oh, my God. So I am not drinking Corona well, anymore. Okay, well, wow. what? it's like saying... Yeah, what you about know. all the Australian products that are made in China? Is that fine? What are you, what are you, you only buy Australian made. Do you want, yeah. your, well, do you want your tacos? Well, it just didn't taste the yeah. same. Do you want your tacos uh, well, imported from Mexico did, as well? It didn't taste the same. I'd now, be surprised might, if it, it wasn't might made just in China. Be me. Everything is. It might just be me. But I bought my Corona <laughs> wanting it to be brewed in Mexico. In Mexico. <laughs> you can't, you've and it was brewed in China. You're yeah. dreaming. There he is, probably on Waiheke Island or some <laughs> flash joint. And he's like three sips in, three swigs into his beer. And he realises yep. brewed in China on the bottle. Well, no nah, one told me. No one told me it was out. brewed this, over this, there. This, this I doesn't just taste as good now. Yep, exactly right. Yeah. And and that's why I'm a placebo effect man. So, Loz, has it only just started being brewed in China, or has it, has it been the case for 50 years? How long has how Corona been out for? How do you know it's only just started being brewed well, in China? Well, it's starting to phase itself out, because I went back to the bottle over, <laughs> and he goes to me, oh, the Corona's over there. And I said, no, <laughs> not, not getting the Corona. And he asked me, why not? I said, well, mate, I've just discovered that, Corona is now getting brewed in China. And he said to me, he said, well, that's what they're doing now. Mm. He said they're slowly starting to phase it out. So you can still get Mm. Corona being brewed because there's still a lot of batches out there. But the new lot is coming from China. China. Right, okay. So So there you go. Go and get some. So so I might know. So I will, (laughs) if I go to the bottle now, I'll look and make sure brewed from China, uh, brewed from Mexico. Where do you want your beer brewed from? Well, if I, I want my beer brewed from that country. Okay. So if I'm right. getting a Mexican beer, mm. I want it brewed from Mexico. If I'm getting an Australian beer, I want it brewed, brewed in, Australia. in Australia. Okay, what about, if your, I clothes, get a Kiwi what about your clothing? What about your clothing or what about the food you well, eat? I can't, uh, I can't taste clothing. Okay, so it's just about taste. So what about food? Yeah, it has time, to be made in Australia. Next time we get a honey chicken and a special yeah. fried rice, <laughs> yeah. where do you want that one? Well, it's made here in Australia. It's made here in Australia. But it's made here in Australia. Where's the rice from? Oh. Rice paddocks. In Australia? Are yes. you sure? Yep. Where's your Where's your salmon from? Where's your Out lobster from? In Australia? Yep. Are you sure? When I buy it. <laughs> I don't think you are. When you go to a restaurant, you have no idea. Yes, I do. I ask. <laughs> I so ask. You, so you swear by Australian-made products only? Yeah. I love it. Me and I'm, Dick I'm with you. You and Dick Smith. I love it. I I'm love it. I'm on a campaign with Dick. I love I love your attitude, Loz. I like it. But that that is me with Corona. Right. All right. I want it from Mexico. I don't want it from China. Okay. I want a Mexican beer from Mexico. Here, and well, you believe got, it tastes different. You've got support here, which Have I'm I? shocked about. Does it taste different, Loz, or do you reckon it's I thought it tastes well, soon as I discovered it, yeah. I said to my brother in law, I said without telling him, I said, Does this taste different to you? And he goes, That tastes all right. I said, mate. I don't think it does. And then he went, yeah, you might be. It might be flat or something. Anyhow, then we started. (laughs) But Corona. Okay. There you go. Uh, 
Well, I'm with you, Loz. I didn't know Corona is now brewed in China. I'm a long-time Corona swiller and noticed a change in the taste before Christmas. Boo. Cheers, Steve-O, sending that one through. Well, there you go, see? There you go. Steve-O's with me. If there's a change in taste, completely get it, Loz. Well, completely. They should tell you. Well, they do, on the bottle where you're ready. Yeah, on the bottle, but they should say, listen, <laughs> the Corona... The spokesperson should come out the, and knock the, on your door. The Mexican beer is now being <laughs> brewed in China. But I'm I'm buying a Mexican beer, I want it made and brewed over there. If I'm buying Australian beer, I want it brewed here. That's wow. all. Okay. Sean, good morning. How are you, guys? Are you with me, Sean, or against me? <laughs> mate, mate I, I don't drink lots of it. Mate, I, I can make it worse for you. Yeah. It's also brewed in Canada, too. Corona. Yep, 100%. Yeah, well, see, I just want my beer brewed from that country. That's why I'm buying that brew. Yep, I'm with you, mate. Like, like if you get tequila and it was made in Melbourne, you wouldn't drink it, would you? No, no. And, and it's like a Asahi. Yep. You know? Darling, want it from Japan. Japan. That's exactly right. Yep, that's right. <laughs> I don't want it brewed, I don't want it brewed over in Mex- uh, Mexico in Asahi. Okay. What are you oh, going for, you, you, You've lost it, mate. It's only, it's only day two, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I've got more random things. Oh, I bet you have, mate. There's still a year to go of random. It's not great about that. Mate, I'm ringing you, Loz, about, about the Rabbitohs. Yeah. I can see within probably three to five years, win, lose, or draw, um, Sam Burns will be back there to, to coach them. I think he's doing his apprenticeship over in, in England under the watchful eye of probably people over here as well as. And you know how I support the club mm. to, the, to the end. I think he'll be back here to coach him, and I think it'll work. I think that Sam Burgess one day will be coaching South Sydney. I, I think if he has a successful period over there in England, I'm not saying uh, next year or two or three years' time, but I think at some stage the fit is there. Sam does his apprenticeship and comes back and coaches South Sydney. I'd expect South next year. Look, when you look at the rosters for next year, I'm thinking South's top four. Yep. Is, is that what, what your expectation would be? I, I was hoping that for last season, but they fell off a cliff, as, as you know. But I, I hope this year they, they, they top four, and they can win it. They can, they can challenge the, the, the Broncos and, and, and Penrith if they, can, if they can keep all on the same page and, and play like they had last, like last few seasons. Mm. But like you said, like you said, Mido, they're they're the team that can either be um, number one or if he's number twelve. It just depends on what how they go. Their roster is amazing, as as we know. Uh, but that's what scares me the most. They they tend to play well when they're not favourites, but when they go in the game as a favourite, they tend to not want to do it. That's just strange. They're going to be. I reckon they're the most fascinating team to watch this year, without doubt, because it will be either a party or it oh. could be. Or... Well, well, that's. Or Lachlan Lewis is going to be looking around going, who wants the ball? All you blokes yeah. are shouting at me. But but don't you think they can win the comp? I think they can win the comp. For sure. If things go right, if things go right they can win the comp. Oh. But there's, yep. there's, a, there's a few question marks there after the year they had. But you would think they'd be more motivated. You'd think they'd be working harder. They've identified the issues that were at play last year. They've got to be united and they've got to make sure. We talk about Benji setting a new standard at the club. I think South have to set a new standard at the club. Mm. And I think I, I do think though that 
their biggest loss um, is, is Blake Taff. Like when, when Latrell wasn't there or if he gets injured again, you can't really put Johnson back to fullback because he's the best winger in the comp, mm. like the best finisher in the comp. So missing Blake Tad might might leave a hole, but I don't know, mate. And, and the thing is, where do, you, where do you put Whiten? Like I know he plays left centre down at Canberra, but uh, left centre is pretty good there at, at the moment too at South. So it's going to be a hard fit. We'll be watching closely, Sean. Appreciate it, mate. Thanks, mate. Have a good day. Peter. Morning, Peter. How are you? Always are we? Very well, thanks, mate. What have you got for us? Um, just to some clarity on the uh, Coronas. Uh, so Laurie Daly still <laughs> buys the, the drink. Yes. As uh, an independent retailer here in, in Canberra, uh, liquor retailer, we do sell the uh, Corona boxes that are brown. They're fully imported from Mexico. Yeah, someone's text that in, actually. So so what is so it? The, so the if you buy the boxes, brown box? Yeah, you got to get the brown box. The old the school brown, box, brown Corona box, mate. Yeah. They're right. fully imported from Mexico. And how long have they been b- brewed in China, Pete? Uh, I think it's actually, you're probably right. It's been about three or four months. Yep. I think. The, the, and that's why we stopped buying from the, uh, I don't know, parallel importers. They're the ones that bring the ones from Mexico. They're the ones that are locally, the companies that produce them locally. You know, yep. of, but I didn't realize it was out of China till. Uh, my brother-in-law, my son-in-law, actually told me a couple of, uh, last week. Yeah, I, I didn't know I until, when I was on, on holidays. I was just sitting on the deck and I was having it. And I, I read yeah. the bottle and I went, that can't be right. Yeah, mate, brown boxes, I think. So brown boxes. Sure. So you, you stock them where you are? Yeah, yeah, we stock them where we are. We'll give um, you a place a plug, mate. Well, we're in Canberra, mate, so we're a bit too far away. When next time you visit us, you come and buy some at the shop. Yeah, we'll. But I'm pretty sure... Super I thought you were going to say free then, but anyway. Shock me. Are you going to buy me to lunch in Sydney? Oh, yeah, I'll take you to Catalina's or something. Oh, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to work something out. What do you want to tell them? Clarky, we're in. <laughs> yeah. uh, no, well, that, that's good to know. Cause I, I, it, I, well, someone else has said they've noticed it and it tastes, it tastes differently. Do you know whether it tastes differently or I was just a... Thinking it tastes differently. I mean, of course it tastes differently. I mean, think of the water in Mexico and the water in China and, and stuff like that, or the brewing. Mm. I mean, of course it's going to be different. Um, you know, like anything. Like, I suppose, our, you know, when you talk about seafood and our prawns and all that sort of stuff, how mm. different is it down here to what it is overseas? Yeah, hey, fair point. Well, there you go, Mido. I'm not silly. I'm not stupid. I tasted my Corona, and it tasted different. Well, you've had a lot of support, as I mentioned. Thank you, Peter, for the call, by the way. Thanks, Pete. Um, yeah, here's Tony saying, hey, Loz, you got to buy the brown box. The brown box is imported from Mexico. Dick Smith uh, sent us a message there. It isn't, just, <laughs> it isn't just Corona, lads. I found Great Northern to taste different two months before Christmas. You've bloody started something here daily. That's the Orange Battler. But it's, it's in Australia, though, one. isn't it? So Great Northern's an Australian beer. So that'd be brewed in Australia. I don't think they'd be taking Great Northern offshore and brewing it. No, they, I don't think so. I don't think so. Uh, Loz, my last carton of Corona was brewed in Thailand. Fair dinkum, what is the world coming to? That's Browie from Newcastle. Yeah, 100% right, Loz. Okay. I bought a case over Christmas and I noticed that on the first bottle I opened, I refused to drink the rest. I gave it to my neighbour. <laughs> <laughs> Is that your, from your neighbour? No. <laughs> 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 
Mate, I've got some support here. Yeah, it's mm. incredible. Where's Foster's brood? That could be oh. brewed over in... Yeah, it's not here anymore, nah, is it? England, yeah. I suppose. But they don't sell it here, though, do they? I rarely see it. Mm. Lozza is just buoyed by the support he's received. Look at, look at Well, it, it wasn't just me, mate. No, it's not. It wasn't just me. You feel so vindicated, don't you? Oh, well, I do. The chest yeah, is yeah, out, and I'm up and about. But I, I just wanted to be told. That was all. <laughs> but now I know that I can get the Corona that's brewed in Mexico still. That's fine. I'll still drink that one. Okay. Would a Queenslander, and to our Queensland listeners, would you drink a 4X not brewed in Queensland? That sounds sacrilegious, doesn't it? Well, no, you wouldn't. I'll ask someone from Queensland who's coming up in about two minutes, the great DS, whether you have a 4X that wasn't brewed in Queensland, wasn't brewed here in Australia. But if, if, the, if, if 4X was brewed in China, would you... Would you have it? Probably not. Because you're after a Forex beer, you think that Forex comes from Queensland and you want the beer f- from there. Yeah, probably not. That's exactly right. That's my point. That but is we still point. wear Nike shoes. Yeah, but you're not eating it. You're not drinking it. <laughs> you're wearing it. Steve Hewlett, good morning to you, mate. How are you? I'm really well, thank you. Really well. What have you got coming up? Yeah, look, I just want to reflect on the uh, couple of performances of that big New Zealand meeting on the weekend. How good was that orchestral for Roger James and Wellwood? Um, James McDonald wrote, she's favourite for the Vinery, so we're just going to document her plans orchestral. Steve Marsh will join us as well regarding Velocious that won the big two-year-old feature. Interesting too, that horse ran, the youngster ran quicker time than, than two of the older, you know, the older horses going around in the features on the day. There were two other 1,200 metre races and that youngster went the quickest, which is a great sign. Um, also going to talk to Trevor Hardy. Now, Trevor's given Zach Road six winners on Sunday at Chartin. Trevor Hardy is going to reflect um, on the early days when he lobbed into Trevor's, Trevor's stable as a 14-year-old. And Zach told me recently that um, Trevor was getting new cars and caravans and patios all on the back of Zach because Zach, he was getting 25% of Zach's earnings in those days. So, look, Trevor Hardy's going to join me. CJ Graham profile as well. She rode four winners at the Sunshine Coast on Sunday. And we're going to get the latest to do with the track given the rain that's just hammering down in southeast Queensland at the moment. Yeah, gosh, it's been mm. brutal, hasn't it? Uh, yeah. No, thank you, Steve. Much no worries. Appreciate it. We'll catch you just after the news coming up shortly. Uh, I'm reliably told that Foster's is brewed in Manchester. Manchester. Yeah. Over there in mm. England. Yeah. Dave Stanley. Morning, Mido. Morning. Now, boys, I've missed So I've, I've discovered, Dave, all right, if I have a beer, all right, yeah. so if I go and buy a Corona, <laughs> right. I want my Corona to be from Mexico. If I buy a Carlton Draft, I want it to be from Australia. Like right. If you buy Forex or have a Forex, correct. I, I want to know where I'm getting it from. Yeah, I'd, I'd say correct. Where have you got that info from? Because I'm fairly sure they bottle Corona at Yatla, which is up uh, on our Brisbane audience would know that, because the big CUB factory at Yatla on yep. the M1, if you're driving north on the left-hand side, driving south on the right-hand side. Well, what, what we didn't know, and I didn't know, but we've got a number of text messages come in, it's in the different cartons. So the ones that are brewed in, brewed from Mexico are in the brown box. Brown box. Right. And the other box is brewed yeah. in China. Well, I'll double so check. So I'll now need to start with, drinking with out of the brown box. But I'm fairly sure most of those international beers are brewed here under licence. Yeah. 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 So where have you got the China Corona? <laughs> what China Corona. Where have you been reading this? No, I tasted it. In New Zealand. In New Zealand. Oh, in New Zealand. In New Zealand when I was there. Right. 
and it, and it just tasted different. So that's what I said. I don't know whether it was yeah. just the placebo That's the water, effect. mate. It's just, not the clear just water. Just thinking, I want my beer from Mexico. Not the clear water. Not the pristine no, water, no. mate. So you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to get a, a, a Mexican and a Chinese Corona. I'm do the old, it, do gonna... the old blindfold. <laughs> Can I do that test with you? Yeah, it's we not could. a bad call. We could. Why don't we do it and just see? And you got I'll do no it. Idea. I'll do it. For All right, you do it for yeah, me. Yeah, I'll do it. Definitely. So I've just got to find the Mexican Corona and, and we'll the find the Chinese Corona. Corona. Righto. Well, we found that. So if you go to, I don't know, what's a, what's a Mexican? If you go to a Mexican dinner tonight and you buy the Corona... You'll feel ripped off if I'm, you see the Corona there and it's brewed in China. Brewed in China. Because you want a Mexican drop. I don't think it would be. Do you I just go straight to the tequila? I think it'd be hard to find a Chinese brewed Corona in Australia. There you go. Yeah, but if you go to Chinese, you'll, you'll drink Tsingtao. Yeah. Which is a Chinese beer. Yeah. And i got no issue with it. But if I'm going to Mexican... <laughs> Quite fine. I, I don't know about this pup. I want my oh, Corona mate, Dick to Smith. be from Mexico. Dick Smith. Australian-made only. He only wants Australian-made products. What he eats is made in Australia. Have you ever had a he's beer, eating in have Australia. You ever, have you ever had a beer named after you? Like, you know, you see all these people at the moment releasing their beers. No. Have you ever thought of it? Is there some, someone from Canberra that's got a brewing company? <laughs> you know? I mean, if... if you talk about if blocker, If Blocker can have his mm. own, surely, you know... Raider 88. Raider 88. There's a, there's a, a ring there. There's a horse named after Raider 88. You think Joe would have saved it for one of his, yeah. <laughs> one yeah. of his best horses. <laughs> Mate, they're all good. Joe's horses are all fast. They they're are. all fast. Speaking of which, uh, we've got today Goulburn. We're going to chat with Joe possibly a little bit later on. We'll get a tip from him. Uh, as well on the show, we've got Richard Callender this morning, Kieran McAvoy. The trials are on today, so we're going to try and chat with Kieran after the first or second trial. Probably the second trial, I think. And we're going to talk to him about Switzerland and what else is happening at the trials. I think he's trialling Fangirl as well this morning. And we're going to try and chat to him straight after that. Nick Olive, Alicia Collett, Danny Williams, and a stack of other guests. Goulburn, our meeting today in New South Wales. So we'll try and get a winner for Goulburn. And weird weather because it's raining outside. Or a bit misty. But then... It's quite warm, muggy this morning. Yeah, but then down south, chatting to a mate down south, no rain down there. So interesting. Interesting weather. Thank you, Dave. Thank you, Michael. That's all right, Mitter. Thank you, Laurie. Thank you, everyone. Enjoy your Tuesday.